Hi everyone, Dr. John Finn here. Welcome to another Tougher Minds podcast. I'm out walking again and I'm, I'm reflecting on the challenges that everyone's facing right now in what has been a very difficult, very testing 12, 13 month period. And one of the things I've been thinking about a lot recently, you may have heard a recent podcast I did talking about traditional leadership is dead and what we now need to do to help others to be at their best has really changed because of the VUCA world. And I think we can frame the same understanding with a lot of the self-help that we see, a lot of the traditional coaching that we see. Doesn't It's really well intended, but it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily designed to actually help you to do what you need to do in the, the challenging VUCA world. That is because two core reasons one is a lot of the self-help and the coaching insights you get are about knowledge and sometimes they give you a few skills but knowledge and skills don't change your behavior unfortunately we all know that we need to eat five portions of fruit and vegetables a day as a minimal we know we need to walk about 10,000 steps a day but we don't do it and the data is very clear. Last time I checked, the NHS spend, was spending about £11 billion a year on lifestyle-related diseases connected to people not eating properly or not uh, exercising enough. Everyone's got the knowledge and the skills to be able to do those two things. It's just they're not in the habit of doing them. So that's one of the problems with the traditional self-help coaching approaches that we see. The other problem is that the models and the theories that those self-help coaching programs are built on are often very old a lot of them come from the 40s through to the 80s and even if they're even if they're newer the vast vast majority of those uh, approaches are not based in cutting-edge science they don't use the insights that we've gained from cutting-edge neuroscience. They don't use, and I haven't seen any of them that do this, that use the insights from cutting-edge behavioural science. So they're, they're what we call black box models. That means they don't take into consideration what actually goes on in your brain. And that's kind of understandable because what goes on in the brain and how the environment explicitly impacts the brain and what we get good at doing and what we what we struggle to get good at doing that science is very new we've only been able to look inside people's brains in real time for 20 or so years now but that's the challenge so we've got lots of well-intended stuff out there that's that's designed to help people but it isn't cutting it if we think about it more people than ever before are seeking out that kind of support yeah, more people than ever before don't feel well. And I think the challenge is that you try some of these things and because they're not ever going to change your behaviour because that's not ultimately what they're designed to do, they're designed to give you more knowledge and skills, then you're, you become disempowered, you become uh, frustrated with yourself, you get a negative story that I can't change because I've tried all that stuff. So... It's not you that can't change because humans can. We are designed to adapt. It's just the things you've been trying and not actually fit for purpose. 
So today I want to get, I want to help us to start thinking about, well, what can we do? And I've worked in this area of well-being, performance, psychology, leadership, science for over 21 years now. I've got three degrees in this area, including a PhD. I've invested circa half a million pounds in myself, learning and developing my understanding of how to help people change their behaviour. So here are the highlights of what I understand. And here's what I think you can start to do to make it easier for you to make successful change. So I think the first thing is that we often beat ourselves up. We're often overly negative with ourselves so we ex- we look at everyone else's lives and we, we 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 imagine that they're doing so so well and we're struggling um and we should be doing better so make sure you put some perspective on the challenges you're facing in your life and the efforts and energies you're actually putting into to being at your best and we're often doing better than we think we are because we're always doing this negative comparison with other people's lives so we've got to get better at self-watching and and not not be overly ambitious as to expecting to be 10 out of 10 every day because life isn't like that so we've got to get a little bit better at measuring ourselves and then i think one of the big misconceptions we have about our mental states and our mental health and our mental performance is that we can do practice and training on these areas in the short term and that's going to fix everything and then we can just default back to what we always did which wasn't practicing and training those areas and i think a better way of looking at this is or a good a good parallel to to explore this idea and is imagine if you're training for a marathon you know that for you've got a marathon coming up in 12 months time you know you're going to have to have this this structured training schedule and you accept that you're going to have to do this weekly daily even uh, training and also you're going to accept that from time to time you might get a little injury or a little niggle and that's going to put you back a little bit taking that same understanding and applying that to your brain health your brain performance and everything that stems from that like your uh, sleeping well eating well exercising properly managing stress managing confidence being productive uh, performing well under pressure uh, being a great leader think about your brain as something that you need to be training and working on all of the time and sometimes doesn't matter what you do your immune system will get knocked back something inside your body won't be working properly you can't see it but it just makes you feel not so great it doesn't mean the things that you've been practicing and trying aren't working it just means that like when you pull a muscle that something's happened in your body and you just need to give it time to to rehabilitate so we can't just use emergency tools to rectify thinking problems as and when they emerge we need to have this consistent way of practicing ways of thinking really helpfully and that's obviously a lot of what we teach people to do at tougher minds and one of the things we've just released this week is a short course which helps people to start becoming habit mechanics 
because I think if you do want to be healthy, happy at your best to become an excellent leader, adapting a new identity is absolutely essential in what is a very challenging word, world rather. Um, so we want people, and we've been training people for a long time to become habit mechanics, but I suppose we're just opening this up to everybody at the minute. Become a habit mechanic. Be working on yourselves all the time. Everyone's on a continuum. One end of the continuum is you almost feel like you need a rebuild because you've got some really unhelpful habits going on. The other end of the continuum is just refinement. I'm just refining myself. I'm just tweaking myself. And this is what we're always encouraging our clients to do is just keep doing this personal research on themselves just to get these tiny little improvements that that make you feel like you're making progress and you're doing better and by doing that you're uh, rewiring your brain you're allowing your brain to change so becoming a habit mechanic i think is a really quick way to start doing better you run on habits if you've seen anything about what we do at Tougher Minds, you'll see we run on habits. The data is very compelling. Most of what we do most of the time is mindless behaviour. We're not thinking uh, very consciously about what we're doing. So it's habits of running everything. If we've got a, a worrying problem, it's a habit problem. If we've got a beating ourselves up problem, it's a habit problem. If we've got a stress problem, it's a habit problem. If we've got a problem with our leadership it's a habit problem. If we've got problems in our families, it's habit problems. If we've got problems with working from home, it's a habit problem. If we've got uh, problems with our performance at work and our teams, it's a habit problem. So habits are underpinning everything. So we need to adopt the identity of habit mechanics. And earlier this week, we released a free course that anyone can take. If you just go to our website, you can take the become a habit mechanic course and this will get you moving in the right direction to thinking about how you can start training your brain to build better habits much more consistently and guess what much more habitually so it just becomes part and parcel of what you do so that's what i wanted to share today i hope that's helpful the world is difficult and it is challenging but we can condition ourselves to deal with things better. And there's no magic wands out there. There's no one book you're going to read that's going to change your life because knowledge and skills don't change your behaviour. Habits dominate your behaviour. So you need to go from the knowledge to the skill to the habit. So become a habit mechanic and take that positive first step. As always, guys... If you have any questions about the podcast, just contact us via the website. We'd be happy to, to answer anything that you've got. And please do have a go accessing the course, work through, learn how your brain works, learn how habits work, and learn how you can start to do tiny little things every day to make your life easier. <laughs>